0: Mr. Sam Levitt from the Padres Pre and Post Game Show is there at Opryland. How have you been finding your way around, Sam? Pretty well so far?
1: Uh, <laughs> I am not finding my way around. I am <laughs> constantly lost. I am constantly searching for various rooms. I'm searching for where to eat. I'm searching for where to get a cup of coffee. This place is an absolute maze. It's beautiful and it's all lit up for. Uh, the holiday season. So it's beautiful, but my goodness, it is confusing, but uh, everybody's having a good time and uh, getting ready for what should be uh, another interesting night uh, on what's been a a pretty quiet day one here of the winter meetings.
0: Well, Sam, uh, talk to us a little bit about what you know about Juan Soto. I mean, that's what the Padre fans are the most interested in. Michael King, uh thorpe i believe it is is the other guy that the padres seem very interested in uh various reports say the yankees don't want to part with both guys maybe they don't want to part with either guy if let's just say the padres can't work something out with the yankees for juan soto is there going to be somebody else that jumps into this fray too
1: well i'll kind of walk you through before i get to what a.j preller said uh, just about an hour ago, uh, walk you through sort of the, the feeling I got last night and into this morning, talking to people around the convention center last night and into today. You know, look, I, I think it's a pretty wide consensus that Juan Soto will be moved. If not here at the winter meetings that later uh, in the winter. Um, but I also felt like there was a, uh, you know, a lot of talk about Shohei Otani and how, you know, the timing of when and where he signs could potentially, you know, affect the market for Juan Soto. And I've heard, you know, the, the Toronto Blue Jays mentioned a lot. as somebody not only that, obviously, and it's been reported on, uh, would be interested in Juan Soto, but also could be impacted on if Otani signs elsewhere and doesn't sign in Toronto. Would that mean the Blue Jays are more inclined to trade for Juan Soto and give up uh, even more for Juan Soto? And then, I think on top of that, you know, talking to people around here the first 24 hours, you know, I, I, for, as, for as much as I think the national conversation has been, oh, the, the Padres have to trade Juan Soto. They're going to trade Juan Soto. I do think there's still a little sliver of, well, it is A.J. Preller and it is the Padres, and they've surprised us before. So don't count out the possibility that maybe they find a way to make this work and not trade Juan Soto, even though, you know, that seems like a slim possibility. So uh, initially, I think you, you you look at all those things, and um, and that's where we stand here on, you know, this uh, this Monday evening in Nashville. I will tell you that A.J. Preller spoke with the media a little over an hour ago, and, and I'll just, you know, read some of the things that, that he had to say. The notes I wrote down here, you know, A.J. talked about, uh, you know, anytime you have an elite player like Juan Soto in the last year of a deal, teams are going to check in and listen on anything that can, you know, uh, make their team better. And um, look, he, he said they're still going down a bunch of different paths. Um, you know, he was asked, even with all the rumors going around, if there's a path to Juan Soto being on the opening day roster. And he said, yeah, 100%. That's a very attractive option. So AJ did not go as far to say, yeah, we're, you know, we're definitely trading Juan Soto or anything like that. He was asked directly if there's a path to keeping him uh, in the in this opening day lineup, and, and he said yes, um, you know, and uh, but he did admit that they were getting a, a lot of calls on Juan Soto, and he also talked about uh, you know the idea of value now versus value later as far yeah. as the return for Juan Soto and what they we they would be looking for, and you know, essentially AJ said something to the effect of you know the Padres are not going to take lesser deals to fill a need, so they're going through the exercise of exactly that value now versus future value in any type of deal they're uh, uh, they're considering. And and I actually, I I talked to Tom Verducci. I haven't posted the interview yet. And we talked a little bit about the Yankees offer and the timing of it. And uh, you know, if the Yankees eventually will have to come around on, it. I'm going to post that after we get off, uh, off the air here. But I know that was a lot uh, on Juan Soto and one answer, but I did want to get through everything AJ had to say. Uh, So I guess, as of this moment here in Nashville, yes, uh, it is a main topic of conversation, but I don't know that based on you know what people are talking about and what AJ said a little over an hour ago that we are any closer to a clear answer than we were at the start of the day as far as when and if Juan Soto will be traded.
0: Sam Levitt joins us here, and uh, he's our MLB insider right now, and lots to unpack there. I think the first part is – the translation is that one, or excuse me, that Shohei Ohtani is going to have to sign before anything probably happens with Soto. Uh, I, I would say the other thing that you mentioned at the end there, um, and that we heard, that you know the Yankees may not be willing to part with with Michael King or, or Drew Thorpe. They're going to have to get there if they want Juan Soto. I think the Padres are in a good position in terms of whether they move him or not. There's a, a, a large market of teams that would want to be on Soto, want to be in on Soto, and that's why I would say they're going the, the this show is going to be held up until Shohei Otani makes his decision.
1: yeah, and, and you know, it's anybody's guess as to when that'll happen, right? Will that happen during the winter meetings? I don't know, but I will say the sense around here is that a lot of things are halted until Otani signs, and for that matter, it, it seems like Yamamoto as well, because yeah. you have guys like, you know, Blake Sell, not necessarily guys the Padres are are going to get this. There's no other big-time starting pitchers that may have to wait until Yamamoto, who a lot of people here expect is going to get $200-plus plus million million, uh, finds a home, and then everything can, uh, can sort of roll from there. Tony, to your point on the Yankees and the Blue Jays in particular, and this is just me talking in my opinion, you know, there's been a lot made of – Pressure being on the Padres to trade Juan Soto. That they have no choice other than to trade Juan Soto. And that may be true. But I'll also say this. There's a lot of pressure on the Yankees and Blue Jays. No The doubt. Yankees haven't been to a World Series since 2009. They're coming off a season that, that was not good. They're, they have a frustrated fan base. It seems like there's pressure. A lot of pressure right now on Brian Cashman. And, you know, it's out there that... That a deal's been discussed and players are going back and forth. So the idea that the Yankees now would not get him, um, that that's going to be a tough pill to swallow for for the Yankee fan base. And look, Toronto—it's a different situation, but they've got obviously the young core of players and Guerrero and Bichette and and a bunch of others too. Look, those guys can can leave uh, within the next couple of years, and and they are very much in a win now mode. And obviously, they've been linked to Otani as well. So uh, they're uh, you know they're going for it. Uh, as far as uh, the rumors that have been that have been swirling here. So I would just say, again, just me talking my opinion, yeah, we can talk about pressure on the Padres, but uh, I think there's a lot of pressure on, on specifically the Yankees and the Blue Jays as well.
0: Sam Levitt finding his way around Opryland there in Nashville. <laughs> barely, barely finding his way around. A uh, couple minutes left, Sam. Uh, what are you hearing about Corbin Burns? And uh, the, another name that I heard linked to the Padres, possibly if Soto were to go to the Blue Jays, Alec Manoa.
1: Yeah, I, I haven't heard anything on either of those guys. I mean, I, I've I've read what you guys have read. Um, you know, I read an article the other day, uh, you know, detailing sort of the, the the idea that maybe you could find a way to, to flip Soto into Burns, maybe. Uh, you know, via a three-team deal. I mean, if that's possible, that's something I'd certainly be interested in if I were A.J. Preller. And and look, Alec Manoa, I will say this, um, you know, would be the kind of guy that I think the the Padres are looking to add uh, uh, pitching-wise, just in the sense of, you know, a guy who you can kind of buy low on and then hope that he can work with Ruben Niebla and you get the most value out of him. I, I do get the sense that whether you know especially when it comes to the free agent market or even if you're talking about um you know the idea of uh keeping juan soto well the the padres then in a pitching sense are going to be looking for for the michael walkers and seth lugos now those guys you know have had nice careers and, and have put up good numbers in the past but look the padres you know, you could argue did sort of buy low on those guys and they flourished and they outperformed their contracts and obviously now will go go make more money in free agency. Look, I think it's pretty clear, especially in free agency, and if there's limited money to spend, they will have to do the same type of thing and A.J. Preller is going to have to find those wakas and Lugos again. It's a really tough task, but A.J. Preller uh, has obviously shown he can do it. I think the a trade maybe a little bit of a, a different scenario where if it is a Michael King, a Drew Thorpe, you know, really, you know, higher-level pitching prospects, well, you know, that's, that's a bit of a, a different situation. But, you know, guys, the reality is that they mean, you know, even if they trade Juan Soto and get some younger pitching back, some more prospect-type pitching back, reality is, is they still probably need to find those value-type yeah pitchers right and guys that they can buy low on and and hope that uh, and hope that they can make it work and, and get the kind of value they got from guys like Lugo and Waka so um, as you can tell as we kind of talk through it and hear from AJ and all the different elements going on here there's there's a lot to chew on and, and I think a, a, a number of ways this could go by the end of this week and obviously deeper into the winter.
0: And one more reminder to Padre fans, uh, Sam Levitt reporting live from the winter meetings in Nashville. Tommy Pham is a free agent. All right. Just thought I'd throw that in <laughs> just to get Padre fans irate. Uh, yeah. All right, Sam, great stuff today. Uh, hopefully we'll have some more info tomorrow. Enjoy the rest of your evening there. I know it's uh, getting dark probably in Nashville about now, but uh, we'll catch up with you hopefully uh, tomorrow. Yes, graby Every day, every there. day, yeah, good, Sam. Look forward to it. All right, better luck finding All your right. way around
1: tomorrow. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> Get a map. Yeah, I, I looked. I, I looked for a a midnight snack here last night. Nowhere <laughs> to be found. Snack. No, no convenience to... <laughs> store open anywhere. That is I was crazy. Shocked. That, <laughs> that is. Crazy. I was absolutely shocked. You got to be kidding me. I got to have, have a the, midnight snack. <laughs> yeah,
0: Sam's got to eat. <laughs> Thank you, Sam. <laughs> Thanks, buddy.
1: Bye.